Hello all, welcome once again to the Kindred Spirits Enneagram podcast. My name is Chris Hayden, I am the pastor at Kindred UMC. We have this week, once again, Nicole Lamoureux, The Return. If you haven't heard her first episode, I encourage you to go look it up. And this conversation was uh, similarly wonderful. I'm sure you will love it. Uh, As always, like, share, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, That all helps if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Uh, And if you'd like to ask questions or maybe be a guest, email kindredumc at gmail.com and we will get back to you. And with no further ado, away we go. Nicole! She's back! La Marue. That was La Marue. an interesting pronunciation Well, of it's that. a French last name, yes. and I speak French. Do you? I do, a little bit. I did not I took know five that. years of French, actually. I did not know that. Oui, moi yeah. aussi. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Ooh la la! That's oh, all you gosh. know. Uh, I'm, uh, je voudrais uh, une fromage. You would like a cheese. That's that's what I got. <laughs> uh, 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 je, uh, oh, what is, uh, je, I can't remember my numbers anymore. I was gonna say my age, but I can't remember. Je trente trente oui trente oui ans. Je I, I believe that's right. If Tron is 30. Yeah, but you said 38-1. No, oh, like years. I have 38 oh, years. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I'm in. I'm in on the end. Nicole. Hello. Lamoureux. Lamoureux. I don't, I, I'm not sure how. I, I got high marks on my pronunciation. I'm not even really sure how to pronounce my last name I correctly. Took, <laughs> I, I took French in college from a Parisian. Like she was from hmm. Paris, and she and I, despite me not being able to speak the language very well, she always gave me high praise on my pronunciation. I had the best accent in the class. There you go. So you win some, you lose some, I guess. Well, and it was basically me just doing like a cartoonish impression Tough. of a French person. As I spoke, that, that and she was background. like, "You got it. <laughs> like that's the way to do it. Go for it. Go for broke." So let this be a lesson to everyone out there who's listening. Go for broke. We love to see it. Uh, Nicole, you, as we've just been talking a little bit before we started recording, and have you have said a couple of times, I don't know where we left off, and I want to just join you in that sentiment. Here we are at part two. I don't know where we left off. It's been a whirlwind of a of a time around here recently, but what's what's been going on in your life, Nicole, since we last talked to you? You know the answer to this, absolutely nothing. <laughs> actually, actually, I did just get back from Colorado. That's about it. So I'm that's trip. Not absolutely nothing. One hour trip. Colorado. It's fun. No, I don't know how to. That's. I'm being obnoxious now. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. You're obnoxious all the time. <laughs> This is, does this bother you at all? No. Okay, good. I always like to put my feet up, but... It happened in part one. Uh, it all happens in every <laughs> single episode. There's always a moment where I, where I ask the guest if they can tolerate my stinky feet. Um, so Colorado. Why'd you go to that? Colorado? I have a couple friends out there. Um, they moved out there a few years ago, and so I just went out to visit. They did you get laid? I did not. <laughs> no. They you don't have... have to answer that, but... Oh, well, I mean... You're welcome to. <laughs> I'm very open about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, uh, they just had a baby. Aww. So I got to meet their baby. And oh, they got laid then. They did, yeah. About, well, about a year ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby's three oh, months now. Ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we didn't. By do the a way, whole... doctors have been hiding this fact from us all. It pregnancy takes about ten months, not nine months. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They've been lying roughly. to us. It's ten months. It's no, like, no, no one's the same. Well, yeah, that's also Just... true. But the typical gestation period is ten months. Wild! I did not know and, that. Yeah, they've just been lying to us. I don't know why. They just, they just, science is always evolving. Yeah, uh, I was born a couple of days late. I think that's why I'm so smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Your, your brain had more time to develop. Yeah, just got a little more incubation. That's what I think happened. Uh, so you went to go see your new, new friends' babies. What and your new friend? In the world, I guess. Oh yeah, and fun fact, he was born on my birthday. Yeah, oh, also so my birthday twin. Happy birthday to both of you. Well, it was in June, but yeah, he was yeah, born well, in know. June. <laughs> that's, that's okay. We're okay. We're okay with Listen, birthdays around. I here. will never tell somebody when or how they can celebrate their birthday. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Some of us love our birthdays around here, so. I yeah, great. <laughs> That is not that is not describing efficiently or effectively the relationship you have with your birthday. That you should describe it then. What is that relationship? I would say it's in self-indulgent. That's how I would describe it. Like in, like cuz you cuz you, you well, you don't even have a relationship with your birthday. That's not what you have. You have a relationship <laughs> with your birth month. It's birth week yeah. actually, not month. Okay. Right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's never been more than a week. It's always a week. It's always been yeah. a week. It is like this whole week is all about me. And how many it, other yeah. weeks of the year are all about me? I I would argue it's probably unhealthy for any single moment to be all about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. I, to I, disagree. I would argue we all share the space with other people and and it, it's certainly nice to like take a turn and be like oh thank you everyone for acknowledging me uh but there's something about i don't know there's something about like everything's all about me for one week out of the 52. well i think i i also think our culture is also Okay, one week out of the 52. Do you know how many people are in the world? <laughs> yeah, you there's can make like, a week all about you? There's 8 billion people in the world. Go ahead and make a week all about you. No, it's unhealthy. I don't think it's healthy. That's, okay. that's what it really comes down well, to. Well, I agree to disagree. Yeah, I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> what do uh, you think, Nicole? I don't know. How, how do you feel when it's your birthday times? Um, I mean, it used to be like, yeah, it, the older I've gotten and the less it's, I think that might also be fun, part of yeah. it. Like, but yeah, it used, it used to be a, we're, we're dealing a week with a long celebration and then a weekend. And now it's like, anyway, I'm, I like the round numbers or like the important, like 21. Like fucking, yeah. yeah, man, 21. Go and do it, you know? Or And like 30. Like fucking get it. 30? Get it. Get after it. After that's all when I turn about. 40, I'm going to like... I'm gonna burn the town down, you know. Uh, but like, thirty-seven, like go out to dinner with your husband. <laughs> be, a norm, us, be a normal person. Some and, of us have to get our friends. 
Well, okay, so have dinner with your friends then. Like, but it's like it's like thir- it's thirty seven. You know, it's not. It's like there's something about the like. I'm turning twenty three. That's nothing. That doesn't no. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's tw- like go out to a bar and have and be done with it. You know. Yeah, or I'm whatever. gonna go. I'm gonna agree to disagree with you. But moving I, on, I know this is not about my birthday. You asked. You got me started. Did I? I have yes. no idea how this started. <laughs> yeah, we talked about her birthday, and then you you oh. asked me my opinion about your birthday. Oh, week. that's true. Yeah. You right. And I'm sharing it. You right. Anyways. So, okay, so we went to Colorado. Um, did you learn anything or see anything inspiring to you while you were there? That feels very low. No, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh. I don't know. No, no, no. Did you set something up? Did you? No, I was oh, just okay. asking. She's going with this. <laughs> it, sounds like, asking, it sounds like you hired no, a skywriter to tell uh, her a personal message. <laughs> went on vacation, get away from my life for a week. It was nice. And yeah. Now I'm back. I'm, I'm I'm about to do that in November. I nice. think that that's also contributing to my prickliness tonight. Just like I could I I I haven't taken any of my well I took one week, but I haven't taken really any of my vacation this year. And like I waited way too long <laughs> to do it. I'm just it's, like yeah. Ah. The um the coming back from vacation, I had the after po- what, post vacation blues like you yep. get back and you're just like Ugh, you gotta get I'm back bad. into life and then the routine's all messed up and i gotta get back into that spreadsheets <laughs> <laughs> um so will you please remind everyone what your type is or what you believe your type is i am still going with a nine even though Everyone else on here likes to change theirs. I'm, I'm stubborn. I'm sticking with nine. I don't know. If you're stubborn, does that mean? No. Yeah, <laughs> nines are stubborn. <laughs> Nicole's definitely a nine, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I do. I, I always want to propagate the like hold on loosely attitude. Although I, I you know, I think that seems to fit you well. But I always do like always leave space to change, because uh, it's it's a hard thing to nail down. And nine is the peacemaker. Yeah. 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 Peacemaker. The peacemaker. The yeah. maker. The maker of peace. And that's why probably you were very uncomfortable when me and Courtney were going back and forth about birth weeks. Yeah, I was also kind of bored. What? How dare you? What a confrontational thing to say. Yeah, I don't blame you for saying it. No, what is it? Uh, I'm also direct. No, I don't remember. You're pretty direct. Sometimes. You're yeah, pretty direct. Yeah, I think direct. you're pretty direct. I feel like you're, you're very good about seeing all sides, but also That's not it. taking any shit. Like, you'll stick up for yourself, no problem. So where does that come from? Um... Because it's kind of counter-type. <laughs> well, it's counter-type. Like, most peacemakers will... Most peacemakers will remain silent in the face of conflict in order to not cause more conflict. I I do that. Unless... I mean, I'm not going to let... If someone's, like, walking all over me, I'm not going to let that happen. Like... How come? Where does that come from? Because I, I would say more than just peacemakers, that's 
a hard thing for most yeah, humans to learn. Yeah, I let people learn. walk all over me all the time. Yeah. That's a hard thing for humans to learn. Like, most humans, like, to go back to my stand, like, my, my standard example for everything, most humans, when somebody cuts them in line, will remain silent. Okay, so there's a certain things that, like, if it if it's not a big deal to me, I, I won't care. If it's... Yeah. I don't know if it's something important to me or or if you're like can you think of a specific example is anything sp like a story coming to mind or a memory I don't, I don't know when's the last time you felt like you stood up for yourself effectively I feel like I haven't really needed to lately <laughs> <laughs> My life has been very calm. <laughs> is it? Is it because um, you can beat most people arm wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> now I can. I think. No, I would say like Nicole and I. Just for those who don't know, Nicole and I arm wrestled on the at the beach after she had arm wrestled. It wasn't at the was beach. Was it? A, no, oh, no, it was. It was my birthday. It was. And oh, I think we birthday. talked about it in the last podcast. Uh, it was at um the bar you hate. I hate so a lot of bars. He does We're hate a lot of bars. Uh, I, I, I hate any bar that's um, selling, an uh, like, they're not selling their drinks. They're selling, like, we're fancy. I, I, I tend not to enjoy that. Uh, but anyway, like, after arm wrestling, I don't know, two other people. <laughs> you and I arm wrestled. and You still beat me. Uh, it really wasn't. It shouldn't have gone that way. <laughs> it was. It was hard. It was rough. Um, I would say I've I've had some pretty shitty relationships, like romantic relationships. Um, it was, was it because you didn't speak up for yourself? I think so. I think I was still like, yeah. I think I was still like figuring out myself and like, um, yeah, I just got treated like shit. So, um, now, well, and as then, I don't want to press you into any place where you're uncomfortable sharing, but, uh, as comfortable as you can be, uh, like what, when you, like what was specifically shitty about the relationship? Okay. Well, let's start with number one. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to number one. His name was Travis. No, I'm joking. No. Okay. So, um, please don't use any specific oh, names. Oh, no, no, I'm not using names. Because <laughs> then I have to go out and bleep them afterwards. I don't remember their names. No. <laughs> and what's his face? Yeah. No. Okay. So, um. Yeah, I think this is one of the... Feel free to give him an insulting nickname. Oh, I'm okay yeah. with that. It, um, my mind's like jumping ahead. Um, I would say, sorry about saying like, this is one of the things I love about boxing is because I feel powerful and like mm -hmm. back in my past, I, I, I did not feel powerful. So um, my first like serious relationship would have been um, in college and um, yeah, he, <laughs> so much. Um, trying to figure out where to start. He was just, so I, the first year, the, fr 
Um, through a friend, yeah. through a mutual friend. In college. In college, yeah. So my friend, my best friend. Go to, go, both going to the same college? Yes. A big campus, like big yes. university style college? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So my best friend and I worked together and then um, we met this other guy who worked there and my best friend started dating him. He introduced me to his best friend. So we were like two best friends dating mm -hmm. two best friends. And so the first year was like the four of us inseparable. Well, fun, fun, it was fun. Yeah, dates. yeah, yeah. Um, and then in college, as there is sometimes drinking, like so we were mm -hmm. always like out drinking and stuff. And I've so, never heard of that. <laughs> never heard of drinking. It. What no, I don't. Bad. Um, so like sometimes like he when he would get drunk he would get like just mean. <laughs> yeah. You know he was also mean when he was sober too. Um, <laughs> but the first year was actually really good, and then one night. What do you think was the difference between drunk hmm. and sober mean? Um, because because one you didn't notice, and one you did, and then I just remember this very very specific event, um, where things just like went downhill from there. So, because sometimes he he would he wouldn't remember the next day and I'd be like, you said yeah, this, you did out. this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, he'd be like, I don't remember it. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, it's not funny. Yeah. I was like, terrorized. Yeah, I do. Terrorized. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> now, remember it. Yeah, yeah. no, there was, the there was one specific memory. I mean, I'll get, I'll get detailed, but it's like kind of cringy. Um, it, as, as long as you're okay with oh, it. Oh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, no, I've... I can, hand, I, can, I can hang with just about anything. Yeah. So, of course, he was super drunk. I was over at his house. I, I had been drinking, too. Um, and there was a point where he got, like, kind of physically aggressive. It was like... Um, How so? So he was... I don't like, even remember. Like okay, this pushing, was, grabbing, slapping? Grabbing, hitting. I would say. Like, yeah. pulling out my shirt. Um, he said some, like... This was, this was, like, 20 years ago, so I'm trying to remember exactly it's what also he said. a bad memory we have a tendency to kind of like filter out bad memories right mm -hmm. right um so at the time my niece who's like 19 now she had just been born and so i remember him just being i don't even know how it started but him just saying all these awful things to me like he was very sorry i need to pause and back up a second he was very manipulative mm. he he this was before we had the phrase gaslight yes <laughs> He um, hung out with me and my family. Like, I lived at home at the time. So he was always hanging out with my family. Um, they loved him. Every, everyone loved him. I had my little sister, my mom. He, I came home from work one night, and he was at my house drinking margaritas with my mom. So, like, <laughs> which was, I mean, she, she loved it. I mean, it. you know, a lot of people would ask for that as long as it didn't come with physical violence later. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so back, back to the, the night it all went down. Um, so then I, I remember him saying something like threatening to kill, I'll kill you and your mom and your dad. Like he said like Jesus. all this stuff. Yeah. And he's like, fuck? and he's like, your little baby niece, you know what I'm going to do to her? I'm going to hang oh her from a tree. Like, yeah. Like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, I was um, crying, and like I ended up like 
locking myself in the bathroom until he just passed out. And then the next day, told him all of this, he didn't remember it, laughs, like laughs it off, like it was nothing. So I- Bad response to Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad response. So, like first of all, horrifying actions. Yes. Second of all, bad response to horrifying yes. actions. Yes, so I mean, I was, what, like 1920? Um, so we broke up for like that day and at the time, this is my first boyfriend, my first yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He weaseled his way back in. Um, and I don't know how long, I don't remember the period, but we. The, can, we, we uh, can we just pause and spend a moment? Sure. Questions? On, <laughs> well, so like, cause I, cause I remember my early relationships and the desperate feeling, uh, like, I, I'm in, I'm embarrassed when I think back on how much bullshit I put up with. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. And I imagine so the girls that I dated would feel the same about me. You know, like I put them through some pretty. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I've never been a violent person. I've, like, I've never done anything remotely like that or threatened violence or anything like that. But I've I've been pretty awful in relationships at at a young age, you know? And, like, there is something about just the brand newness of being an adult and figuring that shit out Mm -hmm. that is so... uh, I mean, God, it's just, like, rife with, like, pitfalls and, and traps and... Little like like uh, it reminds me of like Indiana Jones <laughs> when he's going through the stupid little that opening of the first Indiana Jones movie where he's like everything is booby trapped like everywhere he turns there's a pit there's spikes there's little darts that shoot out of the wall there's a giant boulder that's chasing like everything and and like when I look back on early relationships that's a little bit how I feel about it yeah. Yeah, if, oh, I wish I could go back and talk to 19-year-old Nicole. Yeah, if I could just send a message in a bottle. You know, let's just write like, a letter and be like, you. hey, man, listen. <laughs> like, it doesn't gonna, have to be this way. It's going to be, okay. like, you're going to get laid eventually. <laughs> like, trust me. Like, it's going to happen. It's worth waiting for. Hold out. Like, do not, do not settle for crazy people. Like, you're going to come into your prime later. Don't worry about it. Like all these, because uh, uh, there is a, like a thing uh, for, at least for guys, I can say, I don't know how it is for girls as much, but like, and this is, that's also like for typical, like, um, you know, cisgendered hetero guys, you know, like there is a thing, there's some guys who peak in high school. They're like, yeah, they're jocks or they're artists, you know, they're like, like, uh, and it, I was a theater guy, but I was still really insecure and awkward. Um, like, but there's guys who peak and they peak in high school and they like get everything that they could ever hope for in high school. And then that kind of seems to ruin people a little Mm. bit. Mm. See, I had, that was the thing for me. I think why I put up with shit like that is because in high school, I didn't, I didn't really date or have boyfriends. Like, yeah, I mean, I I had a hard time with it. The guys I like, well, I was super shy 
as far as I know, guys didn't like me. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I just didn't know about it. Um, the I ones look, that I did know about, I wasn't really interested in. I look back on it, and I also, this is part of my, this was my deep, deep, like, inner insecurity that was just, like, a part of my identity. And even if I thought a girl was attractive, it like, if before. she likes me, then I'm like out because see, yeah. there's no way that anyone good could like me. Mm -hmm. And see, I didn't know that, but that's yeah. how it worked. It wasn't like that for me. Like, honestly, the guys I liked didn't give me the time of day. And like the ones that were interested in me, like I was never interested in them. Hmm. So, Why though? Cause you like, uh, that sounds a lot physical, like me. Usually it was physical attraction. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, I'm not into that guy yeah. who happens to like me. Yeah. Yeah. Or that I knew but, of. But when you look back on it, you still are like, no, nah, I didn't really like that. I, didn't, I still yeah, don't no, think that guy was great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But so I think that. That's the difference. My memory, when I look back on, on the girls that really liked me, that I was too insecure to like follow up on, uh, when I look back on them now, I'm like, oh, that like that person was very attractive and very into me, and I was too insecure to follow up. Yeah, on that. to be honest, I really didn't know of that many guys that did like me. If they did, I didn't know about it. There was like I could count on one hand of the ones I knew. Yeah, I was a serial <laughs> dater in high school, so I always had boyfriends all the time. I didn't. Yeah. So I think when I got to college and well, I had my first boyfriend, so I was like, yay. Feel free to wave me off because this may. I I don't know if this is a. Uh, an appropriate question or not. So again, feel free to wave me off. Um, you're you're a very attractive, very in shape person now. Thank you. Uh, was that this was that similar in high school? Were you different yeah, was, in high school? I, no, I was always super super skinny. I had I didn't work out, but like yeah, I was always but yeah, really you're skinny. like a young. A young blonde. Really scary. Yeah, like. Some of my nicknames growing up were anorexic girl, bones, Me. toothpick. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, I, I hate that. I, yeah, I was I the hated same them. way in high I school. Hated I was so tiny and everybody would always be like, you should eat more. In, in high school. Which is uh, an expression of their insecurity. Yeah. yeah. Now I know like, that. Now we know. Right. right. In freaking middle school and elementary school it hurt my feelings yeah well, I, so i was the same way because I, I was i was listening. tall and lanky like i was i was always very skinny yeah. um now i'm having to work hard to be able to fit into my fucking clothes that i bought or like 10 years ago um like now it's hard but i like it used to be that i was literally shoving food into my body as fast as i could to try and gain some yeah, weight. That's how it wasn't. Because I was so insecure about it. And, oh. and it's it's one of those, it's message in a bottle thing. I wish I could tell myself like, nah man, buy some skinny jeans, go to Goodwill and get some like cool, like retro t-shirts and just be the coolest kid in school. Yeah. Like you, it's right that you're tall, you're thin. Like I had, like I used to have abs and not know it. Like, you know, like I, like I have I, abs now, they're just under a certain layer yeah. of something I was, else. You know? I was pretty secure. Um, I, rem I remember always getting in trouble because I always wore like the belly shirts, which you weren't allowed to wear, but I would wear it's a jacket over. Dress code. <laughs> I'd wear you a jacket rebel. and whenever I saw like a, a teacher or someone, I just like close my jacket up. But 
Yeah, I was. I, I high school dress codes were. Yeah, I I still. They've have. gotten way more lax now. Yeah, yeah I still. People wear tank tops. I know it was wild. Or flip flops. No flip flops. <laughs> shorts had to go to your fingertips. Mm. That yeah, they never got me on my shorts. It. My shorts. Yeah, I always had super short shorts. Belly belly shirt. My my biggest problem was uh, guys were not allowed to wear sleeveless shirts, but girls were. So girl, I don't think guys had any dress. Girls shows. could have yeah, like uh, a certain inch wide tank top, basically yeah, on I think their shoulder. Yeah, like four fingers or something. But guys were not allowed to wear shirtless or uh, sleeveless, and also guys weren't allowed to be shirtless. No, sorry. Um, yeah, guys. So like, uh, guys couldn't wear tank tops, but girls could. And I was like, that's objectively stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a, that's a dumb thing. Like, if anything. It should be the opposite, like the other way around, but it shouldn't even be that. Like, like nobody's harmed, nobody's harmed by viewing shoulders. Like, like what, is the, what is the problem here? Anyway, I digress. Okay, so, abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Weaseled yeah. his way back in. Yeah, so yeah, we, we, we eventually, we did get back together. I did take him back and then um, probably like a, a few days later, he then cheated on me <laughs> with his... What a great guy. With his best friend. This guy's... With his best friend's girlfriend. Oh, my God. Oh, man. God. This guy's... Yeah. This guy's... And you think... Girl, girl, marry him. You think that would be the end of it. And it was for a little bit. And then he weaseled his way back in again. And I mm. just kept... I understand. 19, not me. Not me. 19-year-old Nicole. This is 19-year-old right. Nicole. This is I understand. Not me. I put up with... There's the one... My, the girl I dated before my wife, I put up with way too much shit. Yeah. Like, way too... Like, it should have ended... And it was one of those relationships where, like, everyone around me, all the people who were actually my, like, mentors and friends and, like, thick and thin kind of people... All of them were like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like, nobody wants to say anything. Yeah. Nobody wants to be like the guy that's like, hey, man, maybe well, you guys are going to get married, but I told you she's terrible for you. Well, that's the thing is he would like, to this, to the, <laughs> to this day, my mom still says, oh, I wish you could find a boyfriend like so-and-so. And I was like, yeah. Mom, Shut he up. treated me terribly. She's like, no, not that part. The part where he would not hang out with your, <laughs> hang out with your family and the stuff. other part. And I'm like, Mom, no. No, I like the parts where, where I got attention. Where he would attention. drink margaritas with <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I like the me parts of it. Like, I don't know what you guys were doing. Yeah, I, uh, I also had a moment with my parents uh, after, so... The the first girl that I was talking about, we broke up, and she also got along with my family yeah. very well. Well, mm. all except for my grandmother, who was a just a real, just hardcore bitch to this girl. She was just really mean to her, and uh, inappropriately so. I had to like address it. Uh, but everyone else, all the rest of my family, yeah. got along with her. And and then after we broke up, and then I was introducing them to my new girlfriend, who I ended up marrying, uh, and and I remember a conversation that was like, "Why can't she be like that?" And I was like, 
what what the fuck did you just did you hear what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Like you, like you just lost the argument. You, like whatever we're, whatever we're arguing about, you heard yourself, right? You just lost. And and she did. Like they had to back off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. All right all <laughs> but yeah, so it just got aggressively toxic as not i wouldn't say aggressively but like um yeah it sounds like it was always that way yeah it sounds like it sounds like it was more of a revelation like you coming to like realize oh it took me a long 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 time um sounds like a finding your own voice kind of story yeah Yeah, i identify with that sentiment too yeah it took a long time and then luckily he moved and we did long distance for for a little bit but it was definitely like he cheated on me. I revenged. You know, it was a back and forth kind of stuff. You, there was a you lot of were cheated on him. <laughs> no, because we were on a break. <laughs> Ross and Rachel. Okay, <laughs> we had broken up at that point because he cheated on me, and so I went out and got mine. <laughs> got mine. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay, so. Sounds like that was a yeah a, a toxic relationship. Oh, absolutely. That's the only kind of you did out. mention more than one. Yes. So again, th- wave me off. No, I, no, like, I don't no. Cry, let's, let's, but let's, I find this very fascinating. Yeah. Now we'll keep. Also, going. can we just because this is an Enneagram podcast? Can we just stop here for a moment and and acknowledge the like there is something about nines that like make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and. It's also the finding your voice thing too. Like nines have this tendency to whether consciously or con- subconsciously tell themselves that their voice doesn't matter as much as the voices of everybody else in the room. It's also finding the best in people. Mm-hmm. So even when they're shitheads, there's still a good part in there somewhere. Well, and here, here's the really dangerous part of that. Uh, you're right. That's, that's true. Like, even shitheads have something redemptive inside of them. Uh, the, and then, but then the, the malfunction happens when it's like, yeah, but at what point, the, at, at, at how much responsibility yeah. do you take for that? Yeah. You know, um, are, like how, like, hey, man, I believe that you can one day be a fully lovely person, uh, but that doesn't mean I have to stick with you. Yeah. I, I will also say, and this is borderline inappropriate. Um, How dare you? The passion was mm. up there too, the, as well. <laughs> I mean, and that was a he thing. He could find it. It right? was, he could it find was, it. well, yeah, but yeah. like, I just mean like, to, we worked together, like there was passion on like both sides of the spectrum. It was very, yeah. Oh, well, again, when things were good, things were good, but I, when things were bad, they were bad. I would acknowledge a similar thing with the the, the girl I dated. I don't want to name her because I mean, right, I don't absolutely. Know. Um, but uh, let's just call her let's call her M. Uh, the that that was the thing with M. Like there, it, it it was there there were things that were incredibly compatible. Um, like like we laughed a lot. Like we made each other laugh a lot, and like we could talk. I'm I'm obviously a 
huge talker. Like I, you, I, like, a talker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised you haven't noticed. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I'm, I process out loud. I can get in. I can like talk in circles. I can get into any topic with anyone and just like get fascinated and talk and explain. And then I can like over talk over people, even if it's their own story. I hope I'm not doing it right now. Um, and that's and that's the way I like to engage. Yeah. And and she had a similar thing, and so we would just like ramp each other up, basically, uh, which felt good. But again, in hindsight, it's like, oh yeah. fuck, like that. It was playing into some of the worst things about me that cause other people grief, and it was something I need to be working on rather than like indulging in all the time. Um, and then, and then obviously, you know, there's like a certain physicality. There's a certain like, oh, we're just into each other, you know? Uh, but then that comes at this expense of like hyper jealousy was, was one of the things that, Ooh, yeah. Same with him. Like he loved it, loved it. I'm not a jealous person, but he would like pick and pick and pick at me into the point yeah. where there was no choice for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Oh God, I remember another, like. We were both hyper jealous people. Like I, I've had to come to grips with it. Yeah. Uh, but when you get two hyper jealous people together, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Like he, it's a real nightmare. Yeah, he was always super jealous. When, like, like I had guy friends, just guy friends. <laughs> and it was always him, this, blah, blah, blah. He just wants to fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, no, okay, he doesn't. I wouldn't say he's that. my friend. Like maybe, he was maybe like I'm that not with, as hyper jealous as that. Yeah, like, that's not a problem. Um, oh, I remember another. For like, me, it was more about like past. Like I, I've always had a problem in every relationship with, um, what have you done with other people? To the oh. point where, like, I literally told my wife when we first started dating, I was like, "Just lie to me. I don't want to know." Oh, if I, I like, there's gonna come a time me. when I'm gonna not be able to help myself, and I'm gonna ask you about stuff, and just just lie to me. I don't want to know. I, I really ultimately don't want to know. Just lie to me. And she was like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Great." <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't bother me. Um. Oh, and that's the other thing too yeah. with her, with my wife. She, she's not bothered by any of it. It's like, great, you know what you're doing and yeah. I don't have to teach you. Like, <laughs> yeah. and it, well, it's also, for me, it was like, thank God. Like she, like, thank God to have somebody who's not, like, it's one of the things she's kind of taught me about. Like, it's it's one of the ways, she, so this, like, as opposed to the, where we psych each other up into our kind of dysfunctionality, that's one of the ways that she's actually, like, grounded me and balanced me and taught me Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and there, and it's not as comfortable all the time because it certainly has confronted some kind of bullshit inside of me that needs to be confronted. But it's it's genuine. Like she's she's genuinely made me a better man as opposed to the other relationship, which just kind of like indulges in my bullshit. Yeah, I know? mean, everyone has a past, but in the now, this person is picking you. So right. those right. pasts, like. They were just stepping stones to get to you. Right. Like, I, I, I wish I felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes complete sense to me in my head. And then in my heart, I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's a little hard to connect with now, nowadays, actually, because my wife and I, we've been together for so long and yeah. we're, you know, we have a very strong bond and a very strong relationship. Like there's, like we we talk about like high school and college boyfriends all the time now because it's not a problem 
like like there's such a like we literally have a house and a life together you know uh but early on like i really really had problems oh it was hard it's and it's all every new relationship has always been hard for me for that for some reason and i and i can't it doesn't make sense to me either like i don't exactly have an explanation for it it but it is like it's like a deep rooted insecurity that I've just always had to navigate with every new relationship. And then eventually like I get over it. Eventually we earn enough bond together that it's like not a problem, you know? And that's that's kind of how it always goes. But uh yeah. No, like I I I don't know, I should do some work on that is yeah. what I feel like. Like especially now that I'm far enough from it. Yeah. That it's not like devastating to to think about or talk about or feel. Um, okay, so second. Um, oh well, well. I mean, I just just to one of the things that like um, another memory, real fast, um, which is kind of what, mm. where we started this. I remember the specific one time he we were driving in a car and he um, he's like, oh, let's do something tonight. I was like, oh, I got I got plans. I had plans with two of my friends. We were having girls' night, going to the movie or something. I was like, no, I already had plans with with my friends. He's like, well, cancel it. Come out, come hang out with me. I'm like, no, I was standing up for myself. I'm like, no, I had, and he just kept going and going. And I was like, no, I have plans with my friends. And was then, this towards the end of the relationship? I don't remember. I don't remember. Or like in the middle of it? I have no it? idea. Okay. No idea. Um, and finally, he just, he just kept, just hang out with me, hang out with me. I was like, fine, I'll, I'll tell him I don't feel well. I'll tell him something, blah, blah, blah. I gave in. And then he goes, okay, you can go out with him. I just wanted to see if you would... Uh-uh, and absolutely I not. hated myself for giving in. Ha- Dude, and what? I hated uh, like, And that was, hated it. That was that what was the control. Was that was the control. And so, like, and I am stubborn, and I would fight it as hard as I could. And then eventually I'm just like, oh, I'm tired of arguing with you. I'm tired of the conflict. And I just wanted the conflict to stop, so I gave in. And so I was so mad. I'm still mad at myself for that. I mean, I went up going out with my friends. I'm mad that at night. him. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 He's a shithead. Yeah. I. So funny thing. He is. He is. Funny thing. Uh, years later, after we broke up or whatever, we were still. I was still like cordial with him or whatever. He was. Um, he had moved away. And um, he was coming into town for a wedding, and he actually stayed at my. I was still at home at the time, and he. Um, Did he have margaritas with your mom? <laughs> no. Okay. No, but he's like, "Hey, can I, um, can I come stay at your place?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. You can stay in the guest room." Like it was nothing. And he and I was like, and then my friends and I were going downtown that night. And I was like, "Oh, if you want to come downtown with us," he came downtown with us. I had a blast with him because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I didn't give a shit anymore yeah. about it. We weren't together. There was there was nothing. Like, I get that. And it honestly, if like I remember, you, um, you could just hang out with somebody yeah. who knows a lot about you. Yeah. And, you know a lot and about we had him fun, and, and I didn't yeah. care because he wasn't my responsibility. He mm. wasn't. Yeah. He doesn't reflect. His behavior doesn't reflect yeah, on you. Yeah. It in didn't any way. matter, and yeah. it felt so good. And I and I remember there was like this group of girls. He would like make me jealous with girls and stuff. And I remember this group of girls. I was like, go get in the middle. And I'll take your picture with them. I never would have done that when we were in a relationship. And like, and that night we, we got back to my house and we just had this whole like long conversation. I don't remember everything we said, but it was the closure conversation. 
And that was probably the last time I really talked to him. I haven't seen him or talked to him since. But that's like, so like that's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is the, the. I've never had that. The piece of my, I, 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 I have to have that stuff. <laughs> I've, well, I, I so, think that also speaks to the nineness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It, well, I've, anyone, I've, I've, anyone else would have been like, no, you can't stay at my fucking house. Right, you know? that yeah, would have been right. my reaction. Yeah, yeah. and I, I would like, have walked his no. ass a I'm long like, yeah. time ago. And I lived at home, I made parents, I was like, yeah, you well, can stay in the guest room, you stayed in the guest room, like there was nothing. Literally, I've never been friends with any serious relationship I have. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I, the two, so yeah, let's, let's roll with number two. And I, <laughs> like to put it in perspective, I've been divorced. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, lived in a house with someone like shared a life with someone and then was like nah and she, you know it's been like i actually don't i don't really have any antagonistic feelings towards her at all uh, but like years ago she friended me on facebook and i remember being like uh nah <laughs> like i yeah. don't think i don't think so that's the thing we were friends on facebook for a while and then he um He's married and has kids now. I think when he got engaged or got married, then yeah, he unfriended me and my family. Now, and yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That chapter's closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely so. feel that way, but I also don't feel any, like I don't, like I'm not the type, I don't go on Facebook and like look up my exes. Like I don't, I, I it just doesn't occur mm -hmm. to me to do that. Oh, I do. And I, <laughs> I absolutely do. And I, well, and I don't want to, I, I just don't, for me, I have a very final, like, that chapter's closed, I think I'm done. I have a couple of times, and I'm like, huh, I hope he's doing well. Like, I don't know, hope he's doing well. Um, I, yeah, I don't think I... And I would look to be like, but no. Bunny, weird thing. He, after he had unfriended me on Facebook, I had this, and I think one of my friends was still friends with him, and I had this dream one night about him having a kid. And the next day I was telling my roommate at the time, I was like, oh, I have to tell you this story about this dream I had about so-and-so. I was like, um, she goes, oh yeah, I saw it on Facebook. He's having a baby. I'm like, wait, what? No, I had You're a dream. You're psychic. I, I am a little bit, I think so. Quick, tell me the lotto like, numbers. Yeah, that's never worked. It's too late now. They, Do you ever have dreams about me, Nicole? I wanna know. All right, I they, yeah, just, tell, I yeah tell me if you ever have dreams about I'll, me. I'll too. let you guys know. Um, Unless they're too weird, I don't want. Uh, yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm growing horns and like whipping people or something, I, I, don't tell me. I don't want to know. But yeah. So Did I, I make it awkward. Uh, no, I I'm just like I, I was thinking. I um. Yeah. No, I got I got closure out of that relationship. I got my my peace of mind. Which do is you benign. do you often have closure in relationships? Not always, but if they. I, I, I haven't had a lot of serious relationships. I always, <laughs> if I don't get closure, I will either like write a letter, like mm. saying, oh, I'm not gonna send this. Yeah, or I'm not write gonna, a letter you don't Write send. a letter to get everything out. And I fucking send it anyway. And then you send it. And, <laughs> and they like, don't get a response, but that's You write my... it and then you're like, I'll be damned if this isn't brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. Somebody, he he, need to he needs this. to hear this. <laughs> no, and I, I've done that in like, those were smaller relationships, not like as long-term. I had a couple, couple like that where they just, they weren't talking to me. Um, I'm not a writer. I, I'm an out loud processor, so I have to like literally have imaginary arguments. 
Oh, well, I do that in my head too. That, I, I do it out loud. Like I, I will find an opportunity where it's like, uh, now my wife works from home. So it's like, we're, sh- there's always somebody here. So I like have to go outside or something yeah. <laughs> like, be like, all right, all right, listen up. Here's what I have to say. And like, I, li- I have to like march around the yard. And like, if I, if I'm really, really upset about something and, and, and I know that me engaging that person in that particular state of mind would be really unhelpful. Right. I have to like, I have to go outside and rather than writing it down, I have to go outside and say it out loud. Hmm. That's kind of a, a new thing that I've realized that I need, but like it helps a lot. I like, I'll just, I literally will start saying it out yeah. loud. Like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my thoughts and my feelings out. <laughs> yeah. Which I also recommend for people. Mm-hmm. Like, find a way to get your thoughts and your feelings out. Not necessarily in the face of the person you're <laughs> pissed at. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's not always helpful. <laughs> Maybe try and do it beforehand so that you can, you know, engage that person as a human rather than an enemy. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we spent a lot of time on the first guy. Yeah. So, I don't. We don't have to spend as much time on well, he, the others, but, like, that... You I mean, seem to have implied a pattern. Well, so I've, I've I've only had two serious. We've told each other we loved we we loved each other we loved relation. We. we loved we we loved each other relationships. So I've only had two of those. So then the next guy, which pretty much was coming in as that one was finishing, um, it was done. But um, and so this one, complete opposite. Not complete opposite. There was still the drinking. <laughs> But he, it wasn't until recently that I realized this was also a toxic relationship, mm. but in a different, different way. There was no, there was What'd no. You, what did you like about him? I don't even know. Um, was he like, what, what was opposite about him? Like what? what he was the- not, so when I first met him, he was not, he wasn't like the jealous type. He wasn't like always flirting with girls. He wasn't, um, he wasn't an asshole to me, <laughs> to me. He wasn't an asshole to me. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a healthy he, asterisk right there. Yeah. Um, but the things that I now realize were, were toxic were, I can honestly, we were together probably like five years or so, and I can tell you, I'm pretty sure he doesn't like know me. Like, I don't mm. think he ever knew me. He never like, like to know me. Do, you, you, do ha- you think that's because he doesn't like empathize honestly with other people? Or um, is it, was it you specific? I don't know. Um, I, To get to know me, you have to like dig. I guess I'm asking if he's a narcissist, I guess. No, no. <laughs> No, he just liked to drink a lot. That was about it. And no, just, like to get to know me, you have to like want to know me. You right. have to ask me stuff. I don't just like tell, come out and tell you who I am and stuff. You have to be like interested in getting you to know to me. Inquire. And, yeah, and he just wasn't like he, like I told you, my my first boyfriend was always hanging out with me and my family. He never. He, we lived here because we went. He also went to school. And um, I still lived at home with my parents at the time. His parents did not live here. His family did not live here. 
I spent more time with his family than he did with mine. And mine were right here. Mm. So like he never hung. And that was one of the things that my mom was like, he doesn't come drink margaritas with me. Yeah. <laughs> and like he just wasn't involved in my family. I miss my margarita boy. <laughs> he, um, I hung out with his friends, his family. We did things he liked. Also, I would say I didn't, I just fell into his, his life. Yeah, that merging trait that happens yeah. so commonly with type nines, where type nines will take on the interests and feelings and desires of people around them. And I didn't... Can we acknowledge, I'm pretty sure you're an intimate subtype? Uh, I think I'm self Is Wait, what, is, what are they? Everything you've told me so far, and now maybe this is just a byproduct of me like focusing on past relationships, but it feels like what you're describing is intimate subtype well but although now that you said these are past these are past nicole i was gonna say now that you say yeah i would say because subtypes can change too yeah, keep that in yeah. mind i will uh, well which is interesting because you can go from counter type to non-counter type i was a it, it, within the last year i now acknowledge that relationship as toxic i never did before because because you seem like self-prez now yeah he the, the Nicole that I have met and experienced and talked to seems like, yes. and again, with the caveat of everything, hold on loosely, seems like self-praise. Yeah. Uh, but what you're descri- the stories you're telling yes. seem intimate. And I think these, intimate. these are what built, built, built Nicole. The now Nicole. The built Nicole. The, 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 the building Nicole These are origin <laughs> stories. This is how you became Spider-Man. You know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, is, so I didn't see him as toxic because he didn't, he wasn't abusive to me. He would get blackout drunk and I, ugh, that was, that's what was toxic about it. I, I always felt he was taking care. It was my responsibility to take care of yeah, him. He would get so drunk. Yeah. He would get kicked out of places. He had been arrested yeah. for public intoxication and that's like a, it, and I, I like we used to, um, the guy, the guy that my wife dated before me. That was one of the, yeah. that, that was the thing she was like, mm, yeah, he, liked was a to, lot of he liked to get drunk and pick fights. And yeah, that he was would like do that. A problem. And he was not a big dude. He had friends that were big guys that always, yeah. Yeah. but, um, but we had, I mean, we had fun together. He, we would laugh together. He did not make me cry on a consistent basis. Actually, no, that's never. an improvement. Exactly. It was an improvement. <laughs> Which is why we're not there yet, but is, this is a step in the right direction. Which I, in my eyes, the first one was terrible, and this was a big step right, up. Exactly, and so, exactly. And also, I will say that it took him a long time to even like commit to me and call me his girlfriend. Like a long time. That annoys me. Yeah. I, um, like, I had but that I with, stuck in there. That was a I had lot that, of my I high had that with which, which should have been my first red flag because the ending of our relationship is he also moved away. He moved. Um, across the country and I had considered moving, but I was, I'm smart. Instead of just like packing my shit up and moving to him, I was like, all right, where's this going? Where's our future? And we found out we wanted very different things. And so that was that, that was the end of that. That's actually remarkably healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at least it didn't explode at the end. Yeah, know? no, like- no, we, um, yeah, I mean, we, I haven't heard from him. I heard from him a couple years ago. He just randomly texted me out of the blue. But like we're we're good. I mean, um, we were. It was a very mutual 
breakup. So it wasn't it wasn't a toxic breakup. Um, okay, so I have a question that I want to ask. It's a it's a little. It, it, Go for it. It might be prickly, and, and I don't want it to feel that way. But if it does, wave me off, and we can just like literally edit that the whole thing out. All right. Uh, one of the things that we have talked about together often is your singleness. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're good. What do you make of that? So, I, like... Exactly. So, I I have not... I He was my last relationship, and we broke up. And I, I don't... Again, I don't want to no, okay. be inappropriate or anything, but, like, you're, like in shape and like cool yeah. and like it must be my personality you're like an attractive <laughs> well, no, Not even. no that's my that's kind, that's kind of my of point um what i'm saying is like i have, you're I have an, theories you're an overall you're an attractive person and it, it would be one thing if you were like i really like being single I, um but that's not the vibe i get from you when we talk about it it it's a mixture. So I will, I will, I will say because of these, because I've realized the only re romantic relationships I have had have been toxic. All both of them. Both of them. All both of them. All I both date, of them. I dated other guys. I would say on short term. Yeah. But I never, you know, we never. But they, they never were serious enough to be toxic. Yes. I would um, also. Here's the other thing too uh, that I would just say for everybody because this was a problem for me. Uh, the, but one of the things that really helped me was when this really clicked inside of me. Every relationship is a failure except for the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, we'll all relationships are failures. Mm-hmm. You know? Actually, like, I mean, I will say, yes, the relationships ended, but I learned so much about myself. Oh, well, yeah, and that's the other I, How do you define failure? Like... I, I don't... I regret things within those reactions I had yeah, in some of those Failure may be a strong But word. I do not regret those relationships. I right. learned, the even the first one, I learned I will not put up with that shit. I can spot a manipulator from yeah. across mm -hmm. the room. Yeah, like, like, and that's the thing. And I wish I, think I hadn't cooperated with these things, but... Now I know. But, I, but I'm not like willing to throw that whole experience out because that, like, there was a lot of me that happened in that in those moments yeah and i will say both both relationships i've learned a lot out of my about yeah. myself and, and and i think that's one of the reasons that i feel like i also i like I, I love that i think i i encourage i think it's a really healthy outlook yeah I, mean, I don't think it's healthy to write off any and right. like white out past no, relationships it, yeah, it's not no. good i don't think so um but yeah no i think that's that's where i stand now is um i just <laughs> haven't met anyone that like I've, I don't know, I just haven't met anyone I'm into. I, I'm definitely, I would say, guarded. I get, so I've tried the dating apps and stuff, and I, I get ghosted. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not really. I, I think dating apps fucking suck. They do, they do. But no, but like. As some, I, I uh, so right after my divorce was right when dating apps were coming online a lot. <laughs> and I, I tried dating, and it's. At least for me, I and like I, I don't know if it's because I didn't grow up in the right era or whatever, but like I, it was fucking impossible for me. Um, the only, the only way that I was able to actually make real, like, romantic connections with people after that, 
after like dating apps became like the norm was because I learned to I because social dancing. I I learned to Lindy Hop and Salsa and Jitterbug and there was a and there were dances where I could go where where like people would do that. And and I'm not kidding, pretty much every single one of my like dating experiences after that and even before that for that matter came from like actual physical in-person social interaction right and that and that's all i'll say it, during both of my relationships i i didn't didn't really have a sense sense of like who i was or like i didn't have like hobbies i like to go out drinking with my friends and go to brunch and whatever and then definitely in those la these last several several years have really worked on myself i picked up paddle boarding so i paddle board i picked up boxing which i found out i'm really good at and i love it and um still yeah no haven't met arm wrestling arm wrestling <laughs> i know maybe i should find a place oh that, my no. gosh um yeah so i've 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 found these hobbies that are mine they are me they are mine and i think one of the things i'm afraid of i'm definitely i know i'm afraid of is having falling back into old patterns where i'm gonna dive into someone else's life and they're not going to want to be a part of my life they're gonna want me to be in there because even the last um not the last well the last guy i dated it was like four months this was before i really got into boxing and paddleboarding um we dated four months and um and again I was hanging out with his friends. We we met, we had a mutual friend. That's how we knew each other. Um, but yeah, we were hanging out with his friends and his family and and I don't that's don't want to lose myself. And I mm -hmm. I like that's that's a nine I like who I am right now and I'm so I'm so afraid someone's gonna try and take me away from the things I love. Okay, like, that's I won't, all right. I won't do it. That's an interesting mechanic. I won't do it. Uh, so nines typically would have a hard time with exactly what you just described, that I'll, I will fall into someone else's patterns. And I, I think there's something, I think there's a, a, a healthy element in here that is like, I don't want to do that. I want to keep myself. Where's, and, where's and, the middle? Well, <laughs> how, do I, exactly. how do I find that? My, n n now the uh, the pastor and the psychologist in me wants to get into the like, all right, let's find ways to navigate both. Hmm. Let's find ways to keep yourself without disconnecting from others, and with the open and and provide openness and opportunity to genuinely have like intimate relationships with uh you know again assuming assuming you want to like because again i don't i don't mean to presume that, oh, no, that like I've... every woman needs to find a man like that's not true no, at all i you know? i i've voiced this to all my friends all my friends know yeah i'm 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 fine being alone like i'm I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I'm super independent. I want to do things the way I want to do. Um, but 
sometimes I'm sitting home. Sometimes I don't feel like going out and hanging out with people. I want to sit on the couch and watch TV. And sometimes it sucks because I'm alone doing yes. that. And yeah. sometimes I just want someone to sit next to me I and cuddle really up with me. I really identify with that. And, um, re- that, yes, and absolutely. And that's the part. That's the part I don't like. I'm I re- I'm fulfilled like, everywhere else. It's it's the uh, the way I have described it in my own. Life, it's the uh, my desire for a partner. Mm-hmm. It, it, like I don't want some hot chick to fuck. Like yeah. it's not that. It's not that at all. Because uh, that gets very empty very quick. Yes, I mean I also my... do like getting laid. <laughs> for the yes, yeah, sex is fun. I do enjoy that. Sex feels good. Uh, but what, uh, for me but, in particular, I'll, I, like I'll speak for myself rather than everybody else. But I think this, I think this is broadly true for most people. At some point, the pursuit of that becomes very fleeting and empty. And like what I find myself ultimately desiring, and and also I think I think this was undergirded by. I had good mentors and good teachers that kind of like helped me along with this but um i i i very early on had this sense that what really actually fulfills me is like a partnership in the way that you described it like um and i I, and i i i was never one that was like a serial like i never you know like i count on one hand how many people i've had sex with you know like uh I don't know if that's coming through the mic, but the dog is hacking something. Hacking something up. You got it, Jonah. All right. Okay. Uh, I. I. I um, but I've never really regretted that. I, like I, I. It's never. I've never been like, oh man, I should have been fucking more. Like, it's ne- <laughs> like you know. Like, yeah. No. It's never been that. The thing, like, what I've always kind of really been drawn to is what you described. It, it is. Certainly, I want, like, certainly I am, get horny and want to fuck, you know. Yes. But I, I, but I, what the thing I really long for in a very deep sense is is a partner, is is somebody to kind of like, and and I understand not everybody's wired that way. Like, not everybody yeah. wants a partner, partner. Um, but I, it sounds to me, if you will permit me to kind of like. Assume, you know, assume away. <laughs> it sounds to me like some of some of your um, coping mechanisms in the nineness are they're doing a good job of protecting your individuality mm-hmm. and your identity, but what they're doing is they're also kind of simultaneously sabotaging your ability to kind of like find a partner, which is something it sounds like you want. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, I think, like, we should fucking work on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to work on it the last few years. Well, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. That's one of the things we're kind of, I mean, like, no. I don't mean to brag and, or anything, but it's one of the things we're kind of fucking good at. Well, that's yeah. That's why we have disciple groups. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's exactly what we, that's exactly also, what we do around here. I don't, I just don't come across very many single men who I'm attracted to. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, yeah. physical attraction is something that's important that. to me. I understand. Because I do like to have sex. And if I don't, see, you, my, you, if I like, don't see myself having sex with this person, it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's got to get you there. I'm going to be here's, honest. Here's the one thing I would say to that. In my experience, giving it a little bit more time helps. I have done that. 
See, that's the thing. I've done that with a a couple guys where I was like, well, he's nice. I'm not really into him, but you know, I'll I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll go on some dates with him. And I did. And he ended up really liking me and it's still just, I I, mean, I gave there. it like two months. Yeah, it wasn't And there. it just wasn't there. And then I felt bad and I felt like I was leading him on. And I, that happened twi- twice that yeah. I can think of. Two, well, two specific moments. So so I'm kind of like, Ma- you might am be I leading him way. on? Am you might I- be like, nah, I need to, I need to know whether or not I want to like fuck that guy. I do. And then I if do. that's there, then we can start. Then I can see. And you know what? Like this is so, I feel I know, hypocritical I saw- now. I will tell you that's kind of how I am too now that I, I think about it. And I, I feel a little shallow, but I mean, just being honest. Nah, no, no. <laughs> my mom used, yeah, my mom used to give me that shit all the time where she would be like, oh, you my don't like her because too. she's big. Because my mom had like so, like weird body issues about her weight. I'm like, And I actually, I actually, quite frankly, like a thicker milkshake personally. Uh, um, but like... My mom would give me shit about that, and it kind of left me with a weird guilt. And like, I, I eventually had to just be like, "Hey, man, fuck you! I like what I like. Like, it's not my, it's not my fault that I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to." Yeah, when people are like, like "Oh, looks aren't everything," no, they're not. If not, I, if I see a not very, everything. if he's very attractive, but there's something. and he's a shithead, yeah. I will also not date him. Yeah, right. so like, I'm not but, like like the nicest guy who absolutely like makes makes me completely whatever the opposite of horny is like <laughs> that's not gonna work <laughs> like that's like we can be real good friends you know Sorry. like that's all like that's the way it works and there's something primal going on and, and to ignore that i don't think is very healthy mm-hmm. yeah i will say those other two guys um they were nice but there were like things about them like their personalities that also annoyed me and i'm like nope this will not work <laughs> yeah well so, I, I i do think there's also something very challenging which maybe i would have overlooked those little things had i well, been physically attractive Who I, knows? I would encourage i encourage the like high standards i definitely encourage that um but also i would say there's there is let's just acknowledge the challenge of like it's way easier to to date and find like opportunities when you're 23 oh for sure than it is like for like I'm 38. Like the idea of dating at 38 is kind of terrifying to me well, because try like 39. <laughs> My was. next birthday's 40. I feel like oh that's the end of the road there. I actually, I I do. I actually think you turn a corner because what you're gonna start to well, get get all the divorcees. That's exactly it. That's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> and say. Then, and then you're gonna get the divorcees who are like you know what I married too young and this guy sucks. Oh, like uh, that's my here's, version you know but like here's my other fear on that is i want to be a mom no doubt i don't have any question about it it's not i want to be a mom and um i'm afraid that these guys have already done all that they're like i've had my kids yeah. i'm i don't want any more yeah, kids so i'm afraid of that and and i always get the well you don't need a man to have a baby and i'm like no i don't need one but and I don't want to do it by myself. But that's but also kind of the way we've been doing it for like, I don't know, yeah. 15,000 years. Yeah, and so, um, one, I know I'm not a fucking idiot. You don't have to tell me that. It doesn't make me feel better. When people say that to me, anyone out there listening, when right. you tell someone, you don't need a man to have a baby, you, what like, I hear yeah, is, I've no, thought about it. <laughs> this is what I hear when you say that. I hear you're never going to find love. Just give up now and have mm. a baby by yourself. That is when I hear when people say that to me. So yeah, fucking stop a, saying that to people. Don't yeah, say it to people. Word. That's a like seriously. 
You, That's it. You're, like you, anybody who's anybody who's hearing it, who's ever said it, and you're is not making that, the person feel better. You're making yeah. them feel shittier. Yeah, that's a good word. Like Damn. hear hear how Mic it comes drop. through. Hear how it comes through. That's a good word because I didn't know that. Like yeah. that's news to me. No, people say that to me all the time. Like, you don't need a man. You can just you can just. Well, what? Well, also, it takes money to like. Get yeah. your eggs, get have, your eggs retrieved, and all this other stuff. I don't have fucking thirty thousand dollars to then, spend. And I don't. And then I don't have a second income, so I'm paying for this kid by myself. And do you know how expensive daycare is? Because I still got to go back to work and yeah, I fucking. I'm not going to purposely do that. That my wife and I, as we've talked, because you know I'm I'm approaching forty two and forty as well. I'm not forty two. Also, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, um, you're like. I'm approaching 40. Me. Yeah. And and one of one of as we've talked about children, that's one of the things that we've talked about is ne- neither one of us feel like this urgent desire to have kids right now and we've kind of as we've talked about it and like okay, what's really behind that? What's the feeling there? What's what are we doing? What's the real motivation? And it comes down to like it comes down to finances. It comes down to extended family and our, our support system and, quite frankly, lack yeah. thereof. Like, our, our inability to rely on a support system. Right. At, like, um, so it's not, it's this fantasy that, like, oh, you could, why don't you just go buy a kid? Like, yeah. what are you, yeah. dumb? <laughs> like, like this is the, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't just do that. Like, kids are raised in families. Like that's, I mean, like that's not always the case, but that is the ideal, and 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 like the idea that like a, a single person is going to be uh, without the without like extraordinary resources, the idea that uh, like and, and you know it's the old it takes a village kind of mentality, like like it's really really fucking hard and it takes some like mega ridiculous dedication and financial resource to to accomplish if you're just one person mm-hmm. like and and like the reason i i think the reason i feel so strongly i've i've been having conversations with friends of mine colleagues of mine it's another it's it's something that happens in um clergy circles right now uh that like single female clergy get fucked over because like so like my salary is supplemented by my wife and my partner who's bringing another income right we pay the same amount of utilities as my single female colleagues uh we pay the same amount of mortgage as my single female colleague like all of our expenses are the same, but there's two of us. And so we have two income sources and, and like they just have whatever the conference is paying them. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something going on that anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to go yeah. down a rabbit hole and we're yeah. like, we've, we've gotten way over in time. Yeah. I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're at like an hour 15. Oh, uh, I, did, did, did I mean, I could all the nine stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, <laughs> we still I mean, didn't get like, into stuff I'm, I could talk Morgan, to you forever. Part, part, part three. Seven. Yeah, part three. Uh, part 18. One uh, of our very favorite guests on this podcast. Yeah, I could talk to you forever. Seriously. Did, did anyone even listen to my first one? I have no idea. Of course they yes, did. Yes, they did. What are you talking about? 
Our podcast has thousands and thousands oh, and thousands of listeners. Like, subscribe, my, rate, and review. My friend, funny, my friend, like, message, text me. He's like, oh, I'm listening to your podcast. I was like, oh, wow, cool. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on a road trip. I was like, don't do that. You're going to fall asleep. No. <laughs> no I haven't heard from no. him, so hopefully he didn't. We, we need to work on that insecurity. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing about nines is they don't feel like people Your voice. Want, they don't feel like people it's want your to hear voice. their story. Right. My, yeah. my story... I will say I've I've never had anything super bad it's, happen in my life. So you're you goddamn liar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you just talked a, you. you just talked a lot about some real major bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that but is I the propensity of nines. Uh, yeah, your story is profoundly human and very interesting, and I always love talking to you. Uh, as you know, we always end with a cheers and Ooh, a toast. Last time I thought about it. This time I forgot. I am going to cheers to that idea that I always that my my big like tagline for people and why I feel like I'm called to do what I do. Your story matters. It has purpose, value, and meaning. And when you share it, it helps impact everyone else around you too. So keep sharing your fucking story because it does matter, and you are changing the world by sharing it. You want me to go? Or you yeah, want to go? I'm still thinking. Okay. Um, I, I was going to say something very similar. <clears throat> the idea that... Um, so, like, I, I, I often say we can... You are allowed to toast and cheers against something. I would like to cheers against the idea that... Uh, my sincerity and mm. and my humanity doesn't uh, matter. Uh, of course it does. Like it matters deeply to everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in fact, I think the only way to genuinely connect with people and thus impact consciousness and existence, which is my whole fucking thing. Like I, I relate to God, which I define as this kind of overarching universal consciousness that, that we are all a part of. Like, that's how I define God. And the only way to impact that is to actually be honest and sincere. Um, and so I, I cheers against the idea that, like, you shouldn't share your story and you shouldn't speak up. And I and in reverse, I like I you've been remarkably vulnerable and oh, honest yeah. tonight. And it's lovely. And I think it's going to help. I'm working on it. I think people are going <laughs> to hear. I think people who listen to this will feel it and hear it and be like, damn it, I should be more myself. I, I like I, I I genuinely hope that's the takeaway. Like I, I think that's the way to change the world. I think and I think that's the thing we should all be doing. We should all be being ourselves, the 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 true genuine selves that we were created to be. So cheers to that. Cheers. I will say, cheers to past experiences, even the shitty ones, because you learn from them and they make you who you are today. Here, here. Good night, everybody. Good Good night, night, everybody.